Welcome everyone to POV Crypto. I'm David Hoffman here with my buddy Christian. Christian, how you doing? Another episode in Seattle, Washington. Excited to be here. We're just cranking them out while we're hanging out together. It's a good time. So POV Crypto has had a lot of Bitcoin versus Ethereum content lately, and we are honored to have had everyone on to talk about it. Uh, and we think that it's a really important conversation to have because basically most 90% of crypto is basically Bitcoin or Ethereum. Um, that might trigger some people, but you know, I, I think it's true. Uh, so Christian and I are deciding to have a episode about maximalism itself, not Bitcoin maximalism or Ethereum maximalism, but the co- the concept of maximalism as a whole. So we're going to talk about maximalism and what it means to us and is is it a good thing? Is it a bad thing? And we're going to get into the details. Yeah, I mean, just to just to kind of take a step back onto Bitcoin versus Ethereum, this is actually the reason and the kind of like the insight that brought on our debate as friends, and then ultimately um, the the theme of the show. So it's no surprise to have a bunch of this content, and it's no surprise that uh, people like this kind of content. So I'm happy that we are addressing the need in the market, and that we get to actually have this conversation in a reasonable way. I think that addressing, you know, all the sides, showing all the perspectives is uh, good so everyone stays informed. So we're just trying to provide that and I hope you guys are enjoying what we're doing. Earlier today, Christian uh, got on me for calling him a maximalist in the Medium article for the last episode uh, we we released. Uh, and so I asked him, Christian, Christian, do you identify as a maximalist? And Christian's answer was, uh, my answer is no, I'm not a maximalist. Uh, I happen to have an opinion and an economic, uh, evaluation that agrees with quote unquote Bitcoin maximalist, but I would not consider myself a maximalist. Okay. So what do you define a Bitcoin maximalist as? Like where, where do you differentiate somebody who just simply believes in Bitcoin exclusively as a good investment and somebody who is a Bitcoin maximalist? I think it's a matter of identity. So I think the derogatory term Bitcoin maximalist is someone that is perceived to be like, I am a Bitcoin maximalist. Therefore, I think this way. I think that's like identity investing or tribalism or whatever you want to call it. That's definitely not how I go about it. My thought process is, hum, I spent a lot of time evaluating this market and educating myself, and this is my economic evaluation and um, you know the narratives and uh, perspectives that make sense to me. And therefore, you know, this is my opinion. I'm open to learning new things. Like clearly. You know, I like to have the conversation. That's why we're here in the first place. Um, so I would not consider myself a, a maximalist by any means. Uh, my portfolio is very maximalist, though. <laughs> so I have to pony up to that. Okay, so the two other guests on our most recent episode, uh, um, Michael Tyberg, who is there in the background, not really a guest, and then Brandon Green, what would you say that they are? Or what would they say they are? Are they maximalists or are they more like you? Uh, I I don't want to speak for them, but I know that their opinions is very much Bitcoin centric. Uh, Our company has a lot of very pro Bitcoin people in it. So um, both of those people learned about crypto and spend a lot of time in that setting. So, um, you know. Ask them, ask them yourselves. Go hit them up on Twitter. They're both on on Twitter. Ask at 
sorry, at Dist Brandon and at Tyberg. So you can ask them, uh, but they definitely agree with me a lot on Bitcoin. So I think from the outside perspective, especially when we talk about Bitcoin versus Ethereum, the definition you gave of your uh, position with Bitcoin, like how is you evaluated the, the crypto space and decided that Bitcoin was the project that made the most sense to invest in, I think most people would, would fit that under maximalism. Uh, I think you're drawing a line where people... People would say, "Oh, yeah, that's that's where that's what maximalism is." Uh, and I, I think so. Let me let me regurgitate your argument and then change it if if it doesn't sound right. Uh, so your argument is that Bitcoin maximalism is like identity politics, where you find yourself, uh, you know, a a you you find yourself with with black skin and you're Christian, and then therefore because you have those those things, you only identify with with black people and with Christianity. And so so you are you saying that people who enter the crypto space and they find themselves you know uh, somehow working for another Bitcoin maximalist that they are they're going to adopt Bitcoin maximalism because that's that's the ecosystem that they find themselves in. Is that is that about right? I mean, I think you're only as good as the information that you are receiving. So. Hence, again, I like to receive all the information and evaluate it. Again, you know, we have this show for a reason to give you guys that information. So I don't consider myself a Bitcoin maximalist. If you bury yourself, you know, with in some sort of, uh, you know, guard, you know, shielded garden where you only receive the information that you agree with already and verify and confirm your okay. viewpoint, and you, you know, think with the status quo of any group. You know, I think that's not smart. So I try to be an independent thinker and I try to make decisions. Just because my decision is very bearish on most crypto, you know, that does, you know, I don't think that deserves a label per se. That just happens to be my evaluation. Okay, so you're saying that because you are exposed to Ethereum people and because you you work with other crypto projects and have beliefs coming at you that aren't just Bitcoin beliefs, that makes you not a Bitcoin maximalist? Question mark? I mean, I think that you can use a derogatory term to describe anyone, but it's not. What what is maximalism? Well, I mean, I feel like people use it to describe someone who's being close minded. That's kind of my um, simple evaluation. I wouldn't, I wouldn't necessarily say that because I, I would say Murad is a Bitcoin maximalist who's not close-minded. He's open to how – and he's even said this to one of my articles where like uh, I, I wrote an article about Bitcoin and I shared it with him. And he said like, oh, yeah, I totally agree with this. And then in that tweet thread, I said, okay, stay tuned for my next article about how this is equally true for Ethereum. And he agreed. He's like, yes, this is equally true for Ethereum. But because Bitcoin is like five years earlier and has the network effects, it's it's not going to be as impactful. Uh, and so I think that's maybe uh, uh, somewhere a, de- a delineation between I think what you're defining as a maximalist and a maximalist would say, yeah, but but Ethereum's a scam shitcoin and and it doesn't make any sense in Bitcoin only. But Murat and Murad is saying, yeah, that's that also the, these same concepts that are true for Bitcoin are also true for Ethereum, but it still doesn't make sense because of reasons X Y Z. That sounds, uh, that's kind of where I'm separating these two things. Sure. I mean, again, I, I just personally, I don't like the term maximalist. I prefer to call myself a Bitcoiner. Um, I agree that I am pro-Bitcoin for sure, but I think there's sound reasons why. Um, just like you have sound reasons why you are pro-Ethereum uh, maker, that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but 
Yeah, I want to flip it on its head a little bit. You recently admitted to "quote unquote" being an Ethereum maximalist. So I do find <laughs> I, it's funny that it. <laughs> it's kind of funny that you use the word maxis or whatever to describe Bitcoin maximalist, but you yourself are a maximalist. So there's no moral high ground of being less maximalist. Um, so can you explain that a little bit? Yeah. So I I, w- I would say I would find myself in the position of Ethereum maximalist rather than me stepping into the position of Ethereum maximalism, where it's like you, Ethereum as a uh, global unifying platform just makes sense to me. And so, like, again, if you look at my portfolio, it's Ethereum based. It's like Ether, MakerDAO, and then, you know, I, I, that's basically it. That's like 90% of it. Um, and so to, to that effect, I am an Ethereum maximalist. And so maybe, maybe I get to say the same thing where like I'm not necessarily an Ethereum maximalist because I'm, I'm looking forward to co- platforms like Cosmos and Polkadot. And I'm looking forward to having wrapped, uh, wrapped BTC on Ethereum. Uh, so whatever that makes me, if that makes me less of a maximalist, maybe I get that. Um, but I do think that... Uh, when it comes to the end game of cryptocurrency, I think it is Ethereum. And if that makes me an Ethereum maximalist, then I guess that's what I am. So are you bearish on BTC, just to clarify? Uh, versus the U.S. dollar, absolutely not. Versus Ether, yes. Okay. Is there any other asset that you think is more bullish than BTC or Ether? Any crypto asset that's more sure. bullish. Uh, well, well. So when we when when I talk about like Ethereum, I'm also counting Maker because I think those things are like really really intertwined. And so sometimes when I say like, oh, the growth of the Ethereum ecosystem, sometimes in my head I'm specifically counting the growth of MakerDAO. And sometimes I think that the growth of MakerDAO might actually lead the growth of Ethereum in some ways, where like Ethereum is only getting adopted because specifically MakerDAO is getting adopted. And so with the adoption of Wire uh, and being able to, W-Y-R-E, that company that's going to let you uh, send DAI and go in between DAI and your bank account with actual USD, like stuff like that is is forcing the adoption of Ethereum. But after you take out Ether and MKR and BTC, very few things are left that are interesting to me in the space. Like Augur, Augur's interesting, but it's kind of just on standby until a lot of user issues get solved. And then and then it's also a niche case, whereas Ether, Ether is as not niche as it can get because it can do anything so long as you can program it. Uh, which is also why I th- I am in uh, I would call myself an Ethereum maximalist because I do believe that because Ether is only limited by the imagination of its developers, it has the potential to be maximal. I think that's a good way to put it. Um, but no, I don't. After once you get down past Bitcoin and, and Ethereum, and then also admit that XRP is not a cryptocurrency, there's nothing much left that I think is is too bullish versus those assets. But everything's bullish versus the dollar, probably. Even Tron, you know? I'm actually midterm. I think Tron could do something. I don't know. That's not investment advice, but... As a speculation, though, right? <laughs> not as, like, a utility or a platform. Yeah. They, they paint a good marketing story, so that's what people want. Mm-hmm. That's that's what I'm reading. You can evaluate that however you want or act on it however you want. Part of the reason why I think maximalism is so prevalent in this space is because so much of cryptocurrency is imagination. And that's that's kind of what I think 2017 was, is that 
people in the crypto space got better at communicating the potential of crypto. And then with ICOs coming and and really a white paper is really just an, an imagine a fantasy story until it becomes executed. And so you read all these white papers and they talk about this fantasy that they are claiming that they are going to be able to produce. And uh, you know every single industry gets disintermediated. We have Uber on the blockchain. We have Uber Eats on the blockchain with Munchie. Uh, we have you know uh, Power Ledger, electricity trading on the blockchain. We have everything on the blockchain. And so everyone's imaginations got got amped up. It was, it was imagination on steroids. And this is the same thing as the dot-com bubble. So this is nothing new. Um, but the reason why I think there's maximalism is because there's there's the ratio of imagination to reality is like 90 to 10. Uh, and, and so because the future is so undefined and people are trying – and there's there's money at stake. People have – they're, they're, you know, some people have their life savings on the line at, when they get when they are gambling as to which imagination is going to come true and which one isn't, and so people maximize because they th- they want to think that their imagined future is the right one, uh, and they want to do that today before that future is here, and then it kind of funnels people into choices, uh, and so like we, like we have an iota maximalist in our group chat, like I'm a Ethereum maximalist, I guess we have a Bitcoin maximalist. Like I bet you, Bitcoiner. They're in the con in the context of maximalism. Like it's not a. Der- I don't use it as a derogatory term. If you tell me that that the future is going to be predominantly Bitcoin, that's what I would define Bitcoin maximalism as. Is the is kind of like, it's kind of like what is the size of the blockchain when you when you take in participants and and value and and hash power. If you think that the that Bitcoin is going to be ninety percent of all of all those things, I would call you a Bitcoin maximalist because. It's the maximal blockchain. That's how I define it. I guess. I don't know. If I don't think you listeners tell us what you define maximalist yeah. as. Um, I define it as a derogatory term. I don't want to be a snowflake about it. Whatever. I just don't like to refer to it. Um, and I think that, you know, it's stupid and people should make economic decisions based on information. Um, if those economic de- decisions are you know, bearish on all crypto except for one, I think that that is valid as long as you can back it up. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it, it's it's partly forced on us by identity, identity, and there's always going to be the in-group, out-group uh, phenomenon, and we've seen that especially inside of crypto. Uh, people just love their own coins, and my coin's better than yours, and your coin is a, is a shit coin, and your coin's going to go to zero, and my coin's going to be great. It's just it's just the same old story of human in-group out-group bias that uh, that has always been told, and which is what POV crypto is for, so we can talk about these things. But if you say maximalism is maximalism a derogatory term for not just Bitcoin people, like when you call me an Ethereum maximalist, are you using that as a derogatory term? Ironically, yes, absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you you don't uh, you don't shy away, so. Well, I mean, I just have to look at myself like, okay, MakerDAO is like the coolest thing I've seen. Ether is basically limitless. All my all my crypto asset value is in the Ethereum ecosystem. I guess that means I'm a maximalist. Um, yeah. All right, guys. I mean... Uh, Christian did give out a good shout out, though. Do tell us what you think about maximalism. Like, what does it mean to you? Do you identify as a maximalist for your particular blockchain? Uh, when we tweet about this, let us know. Uh, or email me 
or the podcast, mainly just me, at David A. Hoffman, davida.hoffman at yahoo.com. We'll, we'll talk about this. We need to get a website and a real email address so David doesn't keep destroying his obsec and advertising his email address. Um, but... Yeah, we're, we're going to get it together. Thanks for joining us on this ride. I feel like this is a nice little uh, thought thought uh, experiment or, uh, or walk through uh, what maximalism is. Again, would love to hear what you guys think. I uh, would say that, that there is... I, I used to call myself a decentralization maximalist. And b- way back when, that's what I called Andreas Antonopoulos because I knew that he was very in love with Bitcoin, but I also knew that he had favorable things to say about Ethereum. And uh, I think he even asked this question in, in one of his YouTube Q&As where people asked him, like, okay, well, like, what do you think about Ethereum? Why do you only talk about Bitcoin? Uh, are you a Bitcoin maximalist? And his answer was, I am a a uh, immutable decentralization uh, uh, permissionless maximalist. And so for whatever things fit into those categories, that's what I'm a maximalist about. And so I do think there's value there. Like if I, if Ethereum wasn't a thing, I would certainly probably have all of my money in Bitcoin. And so maybe that doesn't make me an Ethereum maximalist, but because I, I'm, I would be ready to just, you know, purchase Bitcoin as a second best, uh, does that make me a, a, a not a maximalist? I don't know. Um, but there is, I, I would say that I, I enjoy all things decentralized, permissionless, and yeah. I would actually second that. Um, I definitely would say that I am very pro permissionless and uh, individual empowering technologies. So that's the slant I would take to describing uh, my take. Uh, I think that, you know, we want to give normal people, poor people, all kinds of people technology that they can opt into and use and hopefully make their lives better. Um, so if if Bitcoin got deleted, what would you do? No, no second order consequences of the Bitcoin blockchain, like leaving the space, but it just wasn't a thing. Where would you put your money or your value? Wherever else that need was solved, but that's not reality, so... Like, again, I don't give a shit about, like, the name of Bitcoin or whatever. Like, it just happens to be the thing that makes the most sense to me. Mm. Like, you know, it's not about, like, the brand or whatever it is. Um, although I, I would say that I align a lot with a lot of the ideas there and I've learned a lot. Um, but one thing that you kind of mentioned that I want to kind of talk about is you said, like, you know, people try to, you know, turn their maximalism to um, almost like, back up their their investments and this is kind of a deeper belief that i have in that people invest very very foolishly um and generally speaking i never try to put myself in position to get wrecked uh i was traveling with my team and meeting a lot of bitcoin people and crypto people at uh the north american bitcoin conference and people are a lot more into the idea of going all in (laughs) than i than i am personally like i'm very much like hey Let's just imagine what hyper-Bitcoinization looks like. Let's imagine what hyper-Ethization looks like. Whatever, you know, tickles, <laughs> you know, makes you happy. Imagine what that looks like. And then, like, how much do you actually need to be happy then, you know? Mm. Make that your hodl stash. So, you know, w- if you do those, those numbers, like, you realize that you don't need that much and that you can diversify more and hodl more and make yourself safe, right? And I'm not saying, hey, diversify into shit coins, but you can diversify into gold. You can diversify into stocks. 
products. You can diversify into a lot of things. Property, like, you know, you don't need to go all in, period. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, just do some economic evaluations and then make an allocation that you think makes sense. I do not follow that advice. I have gone all in forever ago. <laughs> I got zero stocks. I got zero gold. I got Ether and MakerDAO. Uh, so, you know, a bunch of d- diversified opinions on this podcast at the very least. Um, Christian, do you have any other topics you would like to talk? I about? think you're more maximalist than me. Yeah, maybe. Maybe. Uh, I mean, but I would definitely give a very strong second place to Bitcoin. And I don't think you would do the same thing for another asset. Yeah. Uh, I am a cryptocurrency maxillist. Like definitely cryptocurrency is the thing that's going to happen. I, I mean, I, I have to admit that maker maker doubt is interesting. I'm excited to see how that continues to evolve. Um, you know, the cats have the bag. So People are going to just keep coming up with stuff and maybe more things will stick, but I definitely think that Bitcoin is sticking around. Mm-hmm. Definitely. All right. Close it out. Yeah. You can find the show at POV Crypto Pod. You can find me at CK underscore Snarks. You can find me at Trustless State both on Twitter and on Medium. If you retweet the episode, you will get one credit. We are keeping track towards our uh, Ledger Nano X giveaway, as well as second place who gets $30 of their crypto of choice, be it Bitcoin, Ether, DAI, whatever. Uh, so if you want to, you can screenshot you reviewing the episode on Apple Podcasts and then send that to davida.hoffman at yahoo.com. Also send me your opinions on what maximalism is, and we will read those out uh, if we get them. And yeah. Yeah, just holler at us, Twitter, anything. Let's get the discussion going. Let's keep learning, guys. Excited to uh, keep this going in 2019. Bye, guys.